This podcast is part of the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. Strangers and Aliens, episode 142, Star Wars, The Force Awakens, trailer, and lots of other conversation and stuff. Welcome to the Strangers and Aliens podcast. Strangers. <laughs> to boldly say what needs to be said. Would you be a stranger or an alien? Or would you be a strange alien? The truth is out there. I am your father's best friend's plumber. Superman. Wonder Woman. Heroes. Villains. Captain Picard versus Captain Kirk. Do you think that there's room in sci-fi for God? The very first thing that God did was that he created something. So we have a creative God. This is Strangers of Aliens Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 142 of Strangers and Aliens. I'm Ben Avery, and I'm here with two guys who have not gotten sick of me in 142 episodes. No, well, no, no. Actually, we were sick of you at episode 74, <laughs> uh, but but you got around it. You you, yeah. you you're well, able to to power through. Yes, like running the end of a marathon. We just got to push with, through and. With therapy and prayer. We got our second wind. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Good. Yeah, this is episode 142. And to, just to honor and accommodate just some specialness here, we're going to talk about something really special, guys. And real and special. That something real special is not uh, fantasy football. I think oh, we should oh, move I, on I, pretty I'm quickly. I'm so talking about <laughs> fantasy football. <laughs> if, in, fact, in fact, our listeners... Just so you know, right now we're in the middle of our fantasy football playoffs, and Ben Avery has been in first place for almost the entire season, and myself... In a really weird way. I, I don't know how it worked. I don't know how yeah, it happened. Well, my team... Um, by the way, I'm Dr. Jace, and the other guy who who's already out of the playoffs, that's Steve McDonald. So, hey, I'm in, the, I'm, in, I'm in the consolation ladder. Yeah. Oh, this, you know is, they, this is you playoffs? Know why they call it, you know why they call it a ladder? Is because you climb a ladder, and right. you know what's well, at the top, the championship, right? So right. Well, I'm still on my way, man. Guess what, Steve? Yeah. I know what it's like to have a ladder because I was in last place, and I climbed all the way up to get to fourth place, made the playoffs, and right now I'm playing the guy who's been in the first place for the entire year. Not the last- entire year. It's only been the last month or so. Okay, a good chunk of the year. I'm sorry. So I'm I'm excited. Now I'm not. I don't want to count my eggs before they're hatched, because um, because uh, anything can happen in the in the fantasy football playoffs. But it's looking like I have a, a forty point advantage at this point. It's only forty, though. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true that that could be overcome. You know, in my other league, I scored almost three hundred points in one week. So anything is possible. Well, here's the thing. This. I felt just surprised and I just used the opportunity of what I, you know, my, my, my placement, I, I used it to talk trash. I'll admit it to Kobe 
because <laughs> uh, Kobe was in first for a while, and, and I kind of was the beginning of his downfall from first place. And then all, all of a sudden, I was in first. And I'm like, oh, this is not good because I can't sustain this, and I've been talking trash. And <laughs> but Kobe um, was in first place for almost for the first part of the year, and then he fell yeah. completely out of it. Yeah. So, in fact, in fact, I had to. Um, I played him in the last day of the regular season, and if I beat him, I made it into players. If I lost, then he made it in. So, fortunately, I was able to beat him in that last week. So I'm I'm looking forward to it because I owe Matt Anderson some trash talk because he was totally trash talking me last year. Well, we'll nice. see what happens, but Real nice. I didn't realize first of all this was the playoffs. <laughs> so there's that. Second of all, I thought we were done. I thought you just trashed me last week and just squashed me like some sort of ridiculous, stupid little bug with your great big giant Sasquatch foot and. <laughs> And then I'm I'm looking at the scores and I'm like, wait a minute, it's still adding score. What's going on here? Yeah, because in our playoffs we play one team two weeks in a row. So then there's no. Oh man. Uh, the reason why we do that, <clears throat> at least in this league, is because then if you win, you know it's not an accident because anybody can get lucky for one week. Yeah, but I got lucky for five weeks. You know, that's the thing. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I, I was already pushing that whole luck thing. So anyway, yeah, not not looking too good for me right now. You still have a chance though. You've got Drew Brees, and uh, Frank Gore has a really easy matchup against <laughs> Oakland, and so you have a chance to really put up some numbers. Yeah, right now I am what? Yeah, seventy points behind you. But that's yeah. I've still got almost everybody hasn't played yet. So yeah. Oh man, I've never anyway. ever gotten so into fantasy football this has been a good year I, i'm glad i'm <laughs> you know in the first couple of years i tried to get or the first year i tried to get you guys into it and you guys weren't having it but then last year we got you in and this year you guys actually did pretty good even steve was in contention for a while come on this year i, I actually paid attention <laughs> what'd you say ben this year i actually paid attention because i had this app on my phone and it would like tell me you know, you should you should look at your team now. So I click on my team. Oh, I, I need to get this guy out of there because he's not playing this week. <laughs> so, yeah. So this week I or this year I actually paid attention and and felt like oh I kind of know what I'm doing enough to get myself into trouble with trash talk. So <laughs> I think I think Kobe needed it. Well, the the thing is, the only actually the only thing that could be worse than what's happening right now is if it was Kobe doing what you're doing to me right now. Yeah. Because yeah. then I wouldn't hear the end of it. Because I did, I I I pushed his buttons as much as I could. I was trying to trying to push those buttons there. And well, well if what, there's anybody would... that I was going to make a segue. If, I was going to say if there's anybody that knows how to push buttons, that is J.J. Abrams. <laughs> <laughs> there are some button pushing going on here. So yeah, what are we talking about today, guys? This is this should come as no surprise that we're talking about this because I think everyone in the world. In, in the geek world, has been talking about this, and so this is our chance to do it. Some, so, so we're going to do like eighty-eight minutes for something that lasted eighty-eight, 88 seconds. seconds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? That's nothing. I heard that they had like a whole conference meeting where it went for like three hours talking about eighty-eight seconds. That's ridiculous. Wow. Well, here we are. We've and got half of those seconds are all blacked out. Have you seen it? It's all blacked out. Like half it's of it true. is black. It's true. 
anyway, there's a lot okay. of fading to black in that in that teaser trailer. So of course we're talking about Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Yeah, the trailer. I, 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 and I hear the the one the guy who woke up in the desert in the stormtrooper outfit. Mm-hmm. I hear he's actually just an extra. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Star Wars, The Force Awakens, and actually, no, it's a stormtrooper in the middle of the desert awakening as well. It just yeah. looks like he's like, oh, I'm late for school. So there's my uh, Back to the Future reference for the day. But it's like someone awakens on a desert planet. Haven't we seen this before somewhere? I don't know. Where could what? that have been? What I don't you, know. What are you maybe. Sorry. Dune? I'm a little, I'm a little, what? <laughs> Dune? A sleeper has awakened. I'm a little distracted because I just watched the, the George Lucas edited version of that same trailer. <laughs> wow. Okay. Total different feel. Okay, Dr. Yeah. Jace, you want another total different feel? Here's yeah. what you need to do. Look up the Wes Anderson cut. Uh, yeah. That. That is where I really started laughing. The Wes Anderson cut was just, yeah. Although I did see someone say that it, it looked more like a Quentin Tarantino film yeah. than, than a Wes Anderson film, but it it is it feels like a Wes Anderson. They did a good job with that. So they should just do like you know McGee and you know everyone everyone's <laughs> version of it. That would be good. So well, I guess there's a Michael Bay cut too. Yeah, the Michael Bay cut. I, I believe. <laughs> I believe. So yeah, we've got there's there's some things to talk about here, but I think. There, maybe not enough to justify 88 minutes of conversation, but... Oh, maybe 44. Maybe 44, yeah. <laughs> well, okay. we're looking at a desert planet. I think All we're... Right. Well, what? I was going to say, you guys talk. I'm watching the. I'm watching Michael Bay right now. No, right, don't watch Michael Bay. So we have a, a stormtrooper with his helmet off. Is it a stormtrooper, though? I mean, really? It are these guys still stormtroopers? Stormtroopery. See, that's my question: is are we looking at stormtroopers? Does this mean that they, because you know, the old republic had the clone troopers, right? Or not the old republic, but the the republic had the storm, the clone troopers, who mm-hmm. then transferred to the empire as you know stormtroopers in the trilogy that we grew up with. And so now we're just, are we moving on? Or is the Empire still around? I mean, this is kind of fun, kind of interesting, because we've got, I mean, they are stormtroopers. Right, yeah. Well, I mean, if you follow the the, the, the books, which is not canonical, and I'm not saying this has anything yeah, to do the, with the, the books. Yeah, the books can't but, help but us here. What, what it does a little bit, what happens in the books is that they are still fighting skirmishes they are fighting battles on planets where you know these imperial strongholds are still there you know there are still imperial people who aren't going to give up like you know this is 30 years later too though but it could be i mean this if it's tatooine it's it's you know in in the backwater part of the galaxy maybe no one considered it that much of a big deal to look for people there i mean come on darth vader missed his son being there for 20 years you know we can nitpick (laughs) about that there's some there is some absolutely valid nitpicking to be happening with what what with the prequels and and how yeah where are you gonna hide anakin skywalker's son you hide him with Anakin Skywalker's family who still have the name Skywalker? Yeah. 
you know, I mean, there, there's some there's some valid nitpicking to happen with with some of that stuff, but. And you know what? They they missed a huge opportunity. George Lucas, they missed a huge opportunity for a callback because in Empire Strikes Back, when he goes to Dagobah, he says, I feel like I've been here before or something like that. Mm-hmm. So all you would have to do is have Luke being taken care of by Yoda or something for a little while or whatever. It completely misses it. So, you know, Luke goes to this planet and feels like he's been there before for no reason. Uh, no, he says he feels like he's been there before. For me, that was just a, it's the force. It's, it's the place. How could he feel like he's been there before? He doesn't even know how to swim. <laughs> you know, he's been brought up on a desert planet. No, he, <laughs> have you ever gone to a place that you've never been to before, but you feel like it's just a familiar feeling? If I was brought up in a desert planet, I wouldn't go to a place that is covered with water. And Steve, feel like see, I've that's not the question, though. The question is, very simply, have you ever been somewhere that you've never been to before, but you felt like it was familiar? Yes, because there are Bingo, there, no, things no, about it. No, There's nothing, yes, any, that's all I'm looking for. Yes, you gave me the answer. Dagobah so there you go. This is not with his life at Tatooine. No, Steve, I, I'm back. Steve. <laughs> I'm back. That wow! I, I leave. I leave for a couple minutes, and you guys are already at it. You are both grounded. Are Are you done watching YouTube? Ready to join he the podcast now? <laughs> yeah. Well, I watched Wes Anderson. I watched the Spaceballs version, the George Lucas version. No, I didn't watch that one again. And then, um, there's a Spaceballs version. Yeah, there's a Spaceballs version too, which that was kind of lame. Yeah, they just took clips from Spaceballs and used the audio from the trailer. <laughs> I, I, I like the I like the Wes Anderson one though. Yeah, that, but I agree. It looks more like a Quentin Tarantino to me. So anyway, uh, Steve and I were just arguing about one single line in The Empire Strikes Back. Um, <laughs> no, I, I heard you guys. I heard okay. you guys. But so I, I, I'm so glad I didn't have to weigh in. Uh, well, <laughs> Steve made my point for me, and then tried to you know back out of it. So uh, that, that's no, all. you tried to railroad me into making your point. No, I work. just asked you for a simple answer to a simple question. You gave me the simple answer. My simple question done. All right, let's talk about lightsabers. <laughs> <laughs> well, lightsabers okay. Or do you want to continue talking about Tatooine a little bit here? Because it seems like that is going to be a uh, unless it's another desert place. It seems like that's going to be a major location again. Yeah, well, I, 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 I only read so much into that because at this stage, they only have so much of the film ready to be seen. So you could take it as, what well, this is what he wants to tease you, or this is the footage that we have, thus <laughs> the fade-outs. Well, that's, there's a little bit of truth to that. I mean, they've wrapped shooting, but I think there's a little bit of truth to that. No, there definitely. I have kept up on the production. There's only a little bit of the film that's even remotely ready to be seen. So I think that I don't. I mean, it's possible that it's a significant area, but it also could be that it is one portion of the film because you have him waking up in the desert, and then the Millennium Falcon ends it by flying over the desert. So it could be the same place in the exact same scene, and maybe even. That stormtrooper guy who wakes up, he could even be shot down by the minute. Maybe he's one of those things. I mean, it could only be a one moment in the film. Yeah, this could be 88 consecutive seconds in the film from start <laughs> to finish. Very interesting. But Well, <laughs> let me ask you this, guys, then. 
before we get into the, some of the other details here, what is your initial thoughts, your initial feeling after seeing this? Does the teaser do its job? And what do you think the teaser's job is at this point? I think... So that's actually teaser, three questions there, but... I think, first of all, the teaser's job is to tease you, to give you something and leave oh, you really? wanting more, which is which is what they do. I mean, the entire time we're sitting there going, oh, this is cool. There's all these people. I don't know who they are. And then I keep expecting to wait to see, you know, I keep waiting to see one of the main characters from the original trilogy. And, of course, they never show up. But you do get the Millennium Falcon, so it's kind of like their stand-in. You get the Millennium Falcon and you get the anthem from George William or John Williams. Well, yeah. I mean, that as the Millennium Falcon comes, you get the anthem. Um, and apparently some of the other music is actually from John Williams' score because he's, he's scoring the movie again, which, yay. That's, yeah, how can I'm very excited about that. Him, Can't that guy get a different gig? That poor guy. That guy can get any gig he wants. That poor guy <laughs> has put out more music than I've ever listened to in my life. So. <laughs> I thought you've listened to all of it. That's what I'm saying. I haven't. He's because there's just so much. But um, yeah. So John Williams, that was exciting. But I, I felt like the teaser that they put out was trying to do. Obviously, it was teasing the movie. You know, it, you're not going to get much more than this. It's a year away still. Avengers: Age of Ultron will have a full trailer with it when it comes out in the in the summer here. Um. But I also felt like they were trying to say, hey, guys, it's okay. Everything's going to be okay. Remember that original trilogy you really liked? We're, we're, we're going to be looking back at that one. That's, that's, our, that's our model. That's our, uh, our touchstone. Not the prequels, but the originals. Yeah, but it, it really gave you not much, you know, in, in the way of, of anything. I mean, it starts out with... You know, a, a guy apparently in a stormtrooper outfit. You know, okay, great. And then a random droid that doesn't really look like any droid that we've seen before, except for okay. the top part. Except for the top part, which isn't really it's it's R two D two esque, but it's just you know a random astromech esque. And then, that's an important actually, part, though. Actually, I, I heard. I mean, I read that it was that the ball droid was designed after one of the original R two D two designs. So. Okay. But but you say RT to ask, and that's that's exactly what I'm saying. Is all of this stuff is reminding us? Yeah, it's all esque. Yeah. <laughs> you know, then you have a woman that's sort of dressed like Luke Skywalker was, and then she drives her way into something that sort of looks like a land speeder on its side. And then you have the st- stormtroopers, if they really are stormtroopers, who knows? Because they are already have a guy you know, who's it seems like he's a stormtrooper, but maybe he's not. And then X-wing fighters flying over water. Which okay, cool effect, but it gives you nothing. Where are they coming from? Where are they going? I mean, it's not I, supposed to give you those answers. <laughs> it's supposed to tease you. That's the thing. And it, I look at that and I see these X wing esque things. Okay, and I think, oh, that's cool. <laughs> it's going back to these designs that we liked. It's going back to these you know iconic type of things. You've got the you know this the the girl on the the whatever that thing is. It, it, it's like a cross between a land speeder and a speeder bike, you know, and it looks really clunky and awkward, but who, we don't know what it's for. Um, but that's again, esque. it's all esque, and it's all saying, Hey, remember the stuff you liked. There's going to be some more coming soon, guys. You just, just be patient. It's coming. 
and then it, and then the lightsaber guy. <laughs> then the lightsaber with with the in the in the snowy forest. Yeah. Which snowy forest planet? We haven't seen that yet. Yeah. Huh? Maybe it's Endor after that huge explosion of the Death Star in the sky rained down fiery. No, it's 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 the nuclear, <laughs> nuclear winter. Winter. Yeah. So wait, wait. Okay, okay. <laughs> Let me ask you this: as far as teasers go, just so I can kind of get a Ben out of one to ten, what do you give it? As far as being a teaser and doing the yeah. job that it's supposed to do, I yeah. give it I give it an eight or a nine because it goes a little bit beyond just the tease and and starts to go into the you know you're worried about J.J. Abrams. Don't. You're worried about the prequels. Don't. That's that's what I'm that that's the feeling, the vibe that I'm getting from the, this teaser, is to hey sit back, relax. I think you're gonna like this. You'll know more in a couple months. So I, I give it eight or nine. Steve. Steve. I give it like a, a two or a three. I mean, what? It as it, a teaser it, trailer, you give it a two or a three because it doesn't give you anything. I mean, all all it's telling me. Is that look? There's a sand planet that's probably Tatooine, and stormtroopers that are probably stormtroopers, and droids that are probably similar to the droids, and people that look like you know people that you've seen before, and uh, so X-wing you, fighters that seem to be X-wing fighters, and, wait, wait. and, and Steve, lightsabers Steve. that, that no, 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 get wait, better wait. every movie anyway. <laughs> no, I can, and then I can, the Millennium Falcon. There's nothing Steve, new. Steve, you're saying the exact same thing I'm saying, but you're giving it a two. Ben, hold on. So I think I can see where Steve's coming from. So Steve. You were basically wanting more. Is that right? You want more out of it? I wanted to see something new. Okay. See, that's the point. That's what a teaser does. It leaves you wanting more. It left me wanting something. It <laughs> gave me nothing. All it told me was this is, so, is, this is probably taking place on the exact same, in the exact same places that you've seen before with the people that are incredibly reminiscent of the other of people no. that you've seen before. But so there's, would you there's give one a, big difference. There's would, one big difference. You saw with the Millennium Falcon, there's solar flares. What? <laughs> J.J. Abrams? Light flares. You know the, the big argument with J.J. Abrams with Star Trek? All with his all lens the light flares. flares. Yeah. But there wasn't even a lot of it. But No, there wasn't, actually. But, Steve, here's my question for you, then. Would you give any teaser trailer more than a two? Oh, yeah. You would? Um, of course. When when I saw the trailer for uh, Cape Fear, okay, Robert okay, De Niro, so I think was it. You, you I, saw I, a wanted, you saw a one minute trailer or or a yes. minute and a half trailer for that. I wanted to see that movie. No, 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 no. I don't I don't like the That's movie. That's a trailer. No, 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 yes, no. I know. I didn't like the movie, but because it didn't live up to that trailer. That trailer did Right, a, a right, disservice to the movie because it made the movie seem like it was better than it was. But that's a yeah, trailer, not a teaser. That was a trailer that wasn't a teaser. Teasers went around then. Well, it's the same difference. No, <laughs> a teaser is between a teaser and a trailer. I mean, a trailer is, is some limit? a trailer is two and a half minutes. They can't go longer than that. That's some sort of MPAA thing. I have no a idea. Teaser if is a, a teaser or a trailer. Then. A teaser is a very, 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 very short. Okay, maybe maybe this is it. Uh, a television commercial for a movie. Mm-hmm. Would you give that more than a two? Because there there are thirty seconds, sixty yeah, I've, tops. I've 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 seen uh, trailers for movies that I'm like, oh yeah, I want to see that. Yeah, I can't teaser think of trailers, in particular. Teaser teaser tra- trailers actually 
it, you don't define them by length necessarily because it's very little footage. Like for instance, if you see the Independence Day one, you pretty much the only thing you see is Arnold Schwarzenegger there with a skeleton hand, and then it ends. And then sometimes Independence it's like, Day. I, I'm uh, I'm sorry. Um, Judgment Day. Judgment Day. Judgment Day. Terminator. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Judgment Day. Um, and sometimes it's just a graphic. There's like this kind of question. The graphic comes. A teaser is bare bones. It just whets your appetite. It is not an official trailer. Trailer. Have you seen the the Star Trek teaser for the first J.J. Abrams Star Trek movie, where it's just them building the Enterprise? That's Probably. that's the kind of thing where it's just meant to be really short, not much information. Just hey, keep it on your radar. It's coming. That that's yeah. the point of a teaser trailer. You see, for Star Trek, you almost want them to to have something that grounds you in the reality of Star Trek, because you want to make sure that the characters are familiar. Okay, there's a new Jim Kirk. Okay, wait a minute, I'm getting a funny feeling in my stomach and stuff like that. But you want to have that familiarity because they're trying to to put that past you. What I'm saying, though, the teaser that came out for that movie though was literally just workers welding. Right. Things together on the Enterprise. Right, because you want to see that. You want to see them doing something that's I like, oh, okay, they're bringing it back to the to the basics, bringing it back to you. That reminds me of the very because, first movie. Because <laughs> oh, they're redoing it. Don't go there, Dr. J's. <laughs> because they're redoing it, reinventing it, but you want to have some familiarity to this. This is episode seven. So what I want is to see, I don't know, like some brand new planet outside about, of a snowy forest three, How about three brand new characters? How about the two the two nothing. movie leads? You, how, how do I know that they're movie leads? They, well, they could be random people that are walking off people. into the desert. And this but they're showing them shot. to you. They're, they're showing yeah. to you for a reason, Steve. Okay. They may be, to, but it gives me nothing about them. I think we need to agree to disagree and move on because otherwise we're going to go around the same circle on this one. I, I, I do I think disagree. it's funny that you say the exact same thing as I do, just with a different tone in your voice and, and a two. Instead of an eight, because I'm like, yeah, they're showing you this that's very familiar. They're showing you this that's very familiar. So you like the familiarity. You say, oh, the familiarity is good. That's the familiarity, like. the, the teaser is here because I think that this is just coming out and saying, oh, don't, you know, the movie's coming out. But then they're trying to say it's it's going to be okay. I'm going to tie the break. I'm going to tie the. I'm going to break the tie because I'm going to give you my score. Okay, it's a five. It's a two. <laughs> It's an, it's an it's eight. A, it's, it's an, an eight. eight. Yeah. Right. But, but the reason I give it an eight is kind of hinting at what Ben said a little bit is that I already trust J.J. Abrams. So it's I'm kind of doing it on faith because, yes, like Steve, I kind of wanted more. But they also realized this is just a teaser. It was cool to kind of see the different portions of it. It did what it wanted to do. One, it made me ask more questions and want to know more. But I'm also sitting there going, I'm disappointed because I wanted to see at least glimpses of the main characters. Um, but it's J.J. Abrams. I trust him. I, I loved what he did with Star Trek. Um, so I'm. Uh, this is a little taste of showing me what direction he's going in, barely. But I trust him. So we'll give it a go. Yeah. Okay. So we think maybe Desert Planet. We think maybe Tatooine. Maybe. It might not even be Tatooine. It'd be interesting if it wasn't. Maybe it's Dentooine. <laughs> yes. Uh, which we never got to see. 
No, but they showed it in the, the comics and stuff like that. Oh. It doesn't look like this. Well, it doesn't matter because all the canon is gone. What? Yeah, that's no. It's just <laughs> this is where I don't care that it's gone. It's 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 probably another topic we should talk about because I I really do want to do an episode about canon and I was hoping Admiral know, Thrawn would show different can. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> You're not the only person if if you really do think that, but um. We do have this one locale that we have probably not seen before, and that is that that snowy forest. Snowy forest. With uh, a hooded and robed person with his back to us with that crazy-looking lightsaber. And also the watery mountain planet. The watery mountain planet? Yeah, that the X-Wing fighters are, are flying oh, over yeah, the water. Right. And the mountains in the background, watery mountain planet. Watery mountain planet could be Naboo. Yeah, watery mountain planet of Naboo. I mean, would JJ go to Jar Jar? I mean, they sh- they <laughs> share JJ initials. Stands for Jar Jar. They, his his name all this time has been Jar Jar Abrams. Jar Jar Adams. Yeah, Abrams. Oh man, poor guy. You didn't know poor that. Poor guy. He, he was destined to direct a Star Wars movie. <laughs> so you guys mentioned the lightsaber. What do you think of it? I think it's cool looking. I I, I like the look. Um, have you been following any of the controversy about this thing? Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, it's There's just an, another lightsaber. People know? complaining about it, it and how it's not practical. Just make them make it's, them. Spoiler! It's not real life. <laughs> no. <laughs> See, like, I'm always whenever it comes to lightsabers, I'd be afraid to hold them because I'm always afraid I'm going to cut something of my own off. Well, that's just it. You, Even a regular you, one. When you add that thing now. All the things I read was that it's kind of going after the medieval broadswords, which I've actually fought with a broadsword before. And it actually is kind of like that, except because because in the broadsword, they had the little things that come out of it uh, that protects your wrist from other swords. But the difference is is that in a broadsword, if you swipe yourself on your own little wrist guard, it doesn't fall off. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Now... I don't. I don't see them doing this necessarily. I could see if I were to do that and say I have to explain this. You know that if you're, you maybe have some sort of a gyro mechanism in there that if it goes that direction, it automatically cuts out. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, um, I don't know if they'll go that far in, into like but, that. But kind I of actually thing, had but. the same thought. Um, I watched the the George Lucas edition of of the trailer, which was very very funny. I was laughing, but yeah. at the end. Because I, I had this actual thought. I go, well, that only protects you. If you're going to do a, like a rest guard, that only protects you to some degree. So when George Lucas, the version had, those things come out from the edges. And then there was another <laughs> two that came out. I'm like, that's exactly what I had in my mind, yeah. which would be a little bit more practical. Yeah. yeah. And I've seen one that was a, a Swiss Army knife. It had like the screwdriver, light screwdriver. Well, and, and I've seen one that had scissors. the, uh, what's it called? For Hanukkah. <laughs> menorah. <A> menorah, yeah. <laughs> but, nice. Um, no, I I think it's cool looking. I like the jagged edge to the the blades, mm-hmm. where it's not looking like it's a, a perfect lightsaber. I don't know if that's. Um, I mean, it just has that kind of extra flamey look to it, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I did see someone who he it, he posted it, it. It was it got some you know. It went viral a little bit where it's like I designed a better lightsaber than you than J.J. Abrams in 20 seconds at a coffee shop. And he had those things angled upward 
So like, like a V at the hilt there. Yeah. Um, but that just seems silly to me because then it's just, if a lightsaber hits that, it's just directing the lightsaber down into your hand and into the hilt. But yeah, I, I think this looks cool. I, I think it looks cool. I'm, I'm, I want to see what it looks like in action. Yeah. What about, uh, yeah. yeah. I go, you know, I, you asked us if whether we saw any spiritual metaphors. Yes. Yes. Uh, as we look at this. And, and I thought to myself, I thought to myself when I saw that lightsaber, it looked like a cross. And so it crossed my mind because you see this a lot now where faith is kind of downplayed or it's not, not, it's not a big deal. I'm sitting there going, oh man, I hope this does not become like a symbol <laughs> of a metaphor within the, where the bad guys are the, the, the religious spiritual ones, you know, I don't know. Well, it well, could I mean, go that direction. Yeah, I mean, I mean Darth Sith Vader is. Has, yeah, they call it a religion. So no, but I mean, if the metaphor becomes faith is the enemy versus logic and science, and which is a whole other thing. <laughs> faith versus logic and science. Faith can encompass logic and science. You know, <laughs> it's so, not, you it's not exclusive. I know, but, but that's, that's the message. Yeah, I know. I know. But, I mean, I think, you know, it's it's probably still going to go on that dualistic, you know, force, obviously, you know, the force awakens or whatever. Um, so, you know, I think you're still going to have that dualism. I, th- I think the problem with playing in this system is trying to find out whether or not it's truly, you know, a force seeking a balance, in which case you're going to have a lot of unhappy. Steve, would you lo- we lose you? Hello. Uh, we did. Can have a lot of unhappy what, Steve? People, unhappy viewers. <laughs> you know. So I think if you do that, then okay, well, okay, fine. You're gonna you know make a lot of people unhappy. But the thing is, if you re- resolve it any other way and say the good guys win, then you're saying, well, does the force favor the good? Then so is it's not about all about balance, like we've been told for the last six movies. You know, so it's like, which one is it? And if you're if you're going to resolve it one way or the other, okay, but you're going to have a huge hurdle, multiple hurdles to get over to try to get to the point where you, you can make it make sense. Well, and the other thing is, I mean, what if you have the good side of the force and the and the bad side of the force? And what if you know the force awakens and it's the good side of the force that's waking up, but he didn't get a lot of sleep. He's going to be grumpy. And so then what happens? You know, yeah, he's not a bad person. He just wakes bad. up really irritated until he has his coffee. It's like uh, he has a bad hair day. Yeah. You yeah. Know, I mean, the, the force awakens and, and poor guy. Like poor five guy. minutes before its alarm goes off. Oh, man. Okay. That's so, five minutes. You can understand why the force might make some bad decisions then. And, and is this, is this putting, is this, you know, putting off the balance here? Uh, that, that's my question. Yeah, <laughs> that could be it. Um, I think we can agree on that. <laughs> <laughs> the title. Let's talk about the title. What do you think? Does it do the Does it do the job? Phantom Menace. You think it's better than Phantom Menace? Yes. You didn't like that title. It gave you nothing. It, it, it's like the Phantom Menace. That why is the Phantom a menace? Why is the menace a phantom? It gives you tone. It, it gives it, it gives you it tone, and it, it and it and it's referencing backwards to 
you know, the Flash Gordon serials, I think even one of them had a, a title of the, the Phantom Menace for a, a chapter anyway. I don't know about that, but it just, it gave you nothing. So that's another example of why I don't like this trailer, because it gives you nothing. But at least The Force Awakens, okay, uh, there's obviously The Force has fallen asleep at some point. <laughs> this movie <laughs> at is least about metaphorically, it. yeah. Yeah, this movie Something. is about... You know, some some obviously because time has passed, and you can't get away from that. If you're going to have uh, Mark Hamill and, and all the other people that, that are going to be in the movie, time has passed. So obviously, there's been some lull that we don't know about until we get the title, The Force Awakens. Oh, okay. Well, the Force must have been this huge, powerful thing until the end of the the, the sixth movie, and then sort of got into this you know abeyance. And all of a sudden, you're getting this Force Awakens, and that's going to, you know, inform the movie. Now you're going to get this movie where like Force is coming, and you know, okay, maybe the Sith are back. Oh no, what about the Sith? If the Force is in the balance, and you know, you're going to get all that back again, and maybe even in huge amounts, maybe even big more than we've seen before, because maybe the Force has been asleep for longer than we know. Oh, so the Force was even asleep while Luke was doing his thing. Maybe. Ah. Yeah. Maybe so, the the force awakened. Yeah, that that's that's an interesting thought. Because all those Jedi were dead. You know what I think awakened the force? What? Darth Vader saying, "No!" <laughs> <laughs> oh, that Well, we're not going to go there. I'm not going to go there. You can go there. No! What do you think about the title, Jace? I like it. I mean, in fact, I was thinking it before before we came on. I'm like, The Force Awakens, it sounds like a Star Wars title. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it just does. It, the Force Awakens, it makes sense. The Empire Empire's, strikes back. The Force Awakens. The, the Jedi, Jedi returns. Yeah. The, the hope, hope is, is new. <laughs> <laughs> the Phantom is a menace. The clone. <laughs> the lady is a tramp. <laughs> Oh man! So okay, lightsaber, the droid. Uh, people have been complaining about the soccer ball droid. Uh, gives you nothing. It's not supposed to. <laughs> I think it's it was cool just, looking. Did you think it was cool just, looking? It's just a new droid. Yeah. Go back to a new hope and look in the Jawa Sandcrawler, and you can look at a hundred new droids. You know, this is just another new one. Wow, Steve, you are grumpy about this, man. I'm not grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> Can I make a bold prediction? Absolutely. Okay. Now I'm going to give you a warning because if you did if you did a bold prediction like this one, I'd be upset with you. So if you're going to do a bold prediction like this, tell me so I can take off my headphones. Why? Because I don't want to be because the fact that I think this, I'm going to be thinking about it through the entire next trilogy. Okay. Okay. Here's my bold prediction. I believe. Han Solo will die. Okay. Okay. The reason the reason why is because Harrison Ford always, has always wanted Han Solo to die. So he wanted him to die in the in the old in the old films. So I think that in this series, at some point, I don't know when, but I believe he's going to bite it. I think he's he, he's going to want to die, but someone is going to put him in a refrigerator, and he's going to be <laughs> preserved through it. Uh, the carbonite refrigerator. 
a carbonate refrigerator. Yeah. So he'll be he'll be okay. Um, well, my I, I question, yeah. my, my question to you guys is, how much passing the torch do you think we're going to get here in this movie to where the original cast maybe they aren't going to be in in the next one? Well, I don't know, but they're going to have to hand up the torch. I mean, there's only so much those guys can do. I mean, um, they're old. They're like my age. No, but what I mean by that is that the only person, the only one of them that's really carried their own film is Harrison Ford. And he's not been able to do that as much lately. So just purely on a, as far as keeping the interest of the regular public, you're going to have to have a lot of other characters and they're going to have to just be ensemble characters. Did you see When Harry Met Sally? That was Carrie Fisher, like from beginning to end. It was her movie. Oh, what are you talking about? Uh, she's the Blues about, Brothers too. Yeah, exactly. She was. The, I mean, she's no, the she driving force in the Blues Brothers. Uh, then you have Luke. Wait, 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 Luke's wait, 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 wait! You're going to use movies from 30 years ago? Yeah. No, no, I'm joking. <laughs> these, these are the jokes, folks. <laughs> I'm glad. I was like, man. Uh, Did you not see postcards from the edge? Come on. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, no, me neither. I think I made it up. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't. I, I. I have to believe that they'll keep at least some of them around throughout the trilogy, because otherwise, everybody would burn J.J. Abrams' house down. I mean, I just don't. No, foresee. no, no. You could have. You could have. You know, the first movie it shows Han and Leia and their. You know, their kids. And then, you know, they say, bye, you know, have fun storming the castle. And then, you know, you don't see them again. But you know that they're back on, you know, whatever planet, Corellia, and, and uh, happily married. And, and their kids are off fighting the, the Empire at whatever is, you know, going to be Empire-ish. Maybe. Maybe. I, I, I don't know. I don't see that happening simply because if you, if you listen to how much work they've done to lose all this weight, I mean, gosh – if they're just going to be in the film for a little bit, let them keep the pounds on. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, what if they said, "What if they said, hey, you can be in the movie, uh, but it's only going to be the first movie, uh, but you have to lose fifty pounds." Wouldn't you still do it to be in the movie? Well, I mean, I, the movie's going to make would. a billion yeah, dollars. Not them. I, yeah, I know. It's possible. I think that there's. It's highly possible that some of the characters play a much minor role, and then other characters uh, play a, a larger role. Um, how that actually breaks down, I'm not quite sure. If I, if I had to guess at this stage, I would give a 70% chance that Harrison Ford played a larger role and then Luke, uh, 45% chance that he played a larger role. My guess is I would guess between those three that Carrie Fisher would play a little bit smaller role in the films. Um, but that's just a guess. I don't know. Well, I, I look, though, and we've talked about this before. When, when this was first announced, I think we started talking about some of the idea here of, like, Mark Hamill is older, I think, than Alec Guinness when he did – when Alec Guinness did A New Hope. I think yeah. so, yeah. Uh, and so to have Mark Hamill play Luke as the mentor, the old, wizened, so to speak, mentor, um, that's – I like that idea. I, I, yeah. I like the idea of seeing – my hero from when I was a child, grown up and and mentoring new heroes. Yeah, and yeah. I'd like to see Princess Leia be like you know Mon Mothma, you know, as leading as this, the rebellion. Yeah, yeah, this this uh, older woman, 
but still very much in the lead. I mean, all the the attention in the room is her. You know, when when she's speaking, she just has that gravitas. And I mean, from Princess Leia's first scene, mm. you know, Darth Vader, only you could be so bold. From that first scene, you knew that this was someone who was going to be a diplomat. I mean, a a voice. And I mean, on on Hoth, she has everyone around her, and she's given the, the orders, the commands. She's telling, she's saying what's going to happen. You know, it's like she has this voice, this this command that it would be really nice to see her behind the scenes, not actually fighting. She doesn't need to do that, um, but just call the shots. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it'll, no, it'll be- I. My point is, you ask if all three of them would fade in the background. I don't see all three of them being in the first one and then totally disappearing. I, I would find it hard to believe that all three of them would just disappear. I think I think one or two, maybe all three of them will play some role. I think at least one of them will play some important role in all three films. At least I would hope so. Um, I don't, I don't, for me, they don't have to be the main characters, but, um, I would hate for them to just show up for the, the first one and then just completely disappear. So let's talk about the other three, R2-D2, C-3PO, and Chewbacca. Chewbacca. What? Don't, don't the robots have to be in all of them? Because it wasn't that the only real that thread was, through all the stories initially? That's what well, George Lucas said originally, yeah. yeah. They can be in, in all of them because they're technically immortal. So... Well, that's what you know. he. That's what George Lucas said was that he, that was going to be the unifying tie between all of the, you know, the, any trilogies he might do is is to follow these two droids, right? But it isn't. It isn't uh, George Lucas doing this. So, well, from what I've heard, uh, the story was written before the sale to Disney, and they were taking George Lucas's original outline, and then that was, you know taken and, and turned into a script by someone else and then it's you know it's been passed around a little bit but this is coming from the mind of george lucas at least well no but that's initially. when he's done his best work he's a visionary and when he's done his best work is when he's gotten people who are better in other areas than he is so i i think that i think we are going to see r2d2c3po throughout throughout this next trilogy and the, that's the other thing is they're not just immortal steve they have masks, <laughs> so <laughs> the actor can be as old as they as they want to be, and yeah. they're still. You can yeah, even put you someone else if, behind the mask. You tell yeah. me, if Harrison Ford did not look like he was thirty again, that he would not be a central focus of the film. Of course, he would. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Meanwhile, Chewbacca can, you know, he can, he can look however he wants to on the inside. You could you could put a mop on the inside and. You know, just turn into a puppet, and you're you're. It'll be okay. Yeah, it'll look like yeah. the same we, guy. We pretty much saw what he could look like in 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 the prequels because they had some older Wookies. <laughs> That's true. They slow to gray, graying on the fur. So yeah. All right. Well, Steve, we met your prediction. It's been forty six <laughs> minutes talking about eighty eight seconds. There you go. So yeah. let's get our final thoughts here, and and then we can. Uh, fly away on the Millennium Falcon as we do a loop-de-loop with a stomach-churning uh, camera angle behind it. D- did you guys get dizzy from that? No. 
You know, it, I, I'm, I'm looking at a thing that's showing like a little loop of it. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of weird because it goes into shadow and it looks like it's about to come towards you. But it's going away from you. And then all of a sudden it comes out of shadow and it's going away from you. And it's very it's a very odd angle for it to be shot. I don't I, – I don't. Well, because the camera is going along with the Millennium Falcon in the loop but also spinning in some – Right. I, I'm, yeah. I'm watching that and thinking if I'm going to see this in IMAX in 3D, I better <laughs> have a bag for my popcorn and a bag for my chunks <laughs> that might get blown. <laughs> so, yeah, but I know. I, I mean, I, I, I'm I'm not trying to find just you know yet another thing to to pick on about the the thing. But no, just, but you, you found know. one anyway. So. I did. I did. I really I can't wait to talk about this movie with and you. I don't Steve, like the font. Honestly, what what is this font with the, the Star S and Wars the T font? sticking yeah. together and the R and the S? I mean, what, what oh do you get? Oh my gosh, <laughs> difficult to read. Yes, I know. Steve, just don't please just don't go watch the movie. Don't watch any back. <laughs> Don't watch any film that is based on or is a sequel to or is a reboot of any film you watched in the 70s or 80s. Just don't do it. Steve, I'm looking at the Millennium Falcon right now, and this is bugging me. The radar dish is not a circle. It's, it's square. It's a rectangle. It's rectangle. Yes. I can't believe they're doing that. Because we know that round satellite dishes are so <laughs> passe. That's right. Round is out, man. Way out. So... And Dr. You know Jace, what what's your what's your last word here about the this trailer? I enjoyed it. I want to see more. And I trust JJ Abrams. I am very interested to see what they do, especially with with the three mains. And I, I'd like to see what happens with um with um Billy D. Yeah. So I, I would like I would like to see him in the film myself. Yeah, because he was not he's not been in any of the promotional material. I know. No. That's what I'm hoping for at least a cameo. He's the type of guy where he'd be like, you know what, hey, you know what? Don't publicize it. We'll shoot it. You'll sneak it into the film, and then bam, people will be like, Brando, yes. And then they'd Best be like, and look behind him. him. It's Lobot. <laughs> Lobot. Lobot. It's actually Lobot in that the, the, the little soccer ball droid. It's Lobot. They just downloaded <laughs> his mind into the droid. They could do that. They could. It's space. And Okay, Ben, you got some good news. What's that? My wide receiver, which would have gone over 100 yards easily, just left the game and probably is not coming back. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. So you're still – but you're actually – now, though, you're 90 – Point one points ahead of me instead of just ninety exactly. So well, I have four people playing. You have one. Yeah, yeah it could be much worse. Though. I I could luck my way through that. I would be very very. I, I wouldn't play next year if I if I luck my way through this. <laughs> I am not playing again ever. Wow. Because there's just nowhere to go but down from that. You know what? The no. projected then total we- shows you at three twenty five and him at three three eighteen. What? So your projected you total, the, the maybe this is an old screen. Hold on, let me refresh it. <laughs> no, three twenty-five projected total for the guys. No, I've got three fifty-one, and he's at three hundred seven in projections. Nope, you're wrong. Well, my projection shows me six points behind for this week, which puts me like 
39 or 59 points behind for the both weeks. But we'll find out next week what happens. Um, my final thought about the trailer is I just want to see a good Star Wars movie. That's all I want. And this could be it. Because we haven't had one since we tra- Empire Strikes Back. So. We haven't had one since... I disagree. Well, we haven't had one in, in at least a decade. You just agree? Thank you, Jace. I, I I'm disagree. glad you're on my side. <laughs> I know, we heard you the first time. You just agree. I actually enjoyed The Clone Wars and Revenge of the Sith. I did like The Clone and, Wars. And personally, I think the first one would have been fun if they could have recast the little, the little kid. And I, I still believe... If they want to get people to stop hating it as much, just recast Jar Jar Binks' voice. It's the voice that's annoying more than anything. Yeah, they should just have Arnold Schwarzenegger do the overdubs. (laughs) (laughs) I stepped in Bantapudu. Speaking of Arnold Schwarzenegger, there's another trailer that just hit. Have you guys seen the the Terminator one? Yeah, I mentioned it earlier. Man, I'm very confused by that. Yeah, if you're really ticked off about not showing much, Steve, then don't watch that one. Well, it's, is it a reboot? Is it a sequel? Is it a it's a requel? I don't know, man. It's, it's a dequel. There's definitely a lot of time travel shenanigans going on in that movie, <laughs> which means I probably will like it. So, in one of the uh, in one of the, the the trailers, I think I saw Doc Brown. <laughs> we gotta get you back. <laughs> to the future. <laughs> and on that note, we've come full circle with Back to the Future references, so I think it's time for us to say goodbye. What about you the guys? The circle is complete. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye, guys. And until next week when we find out if uh, Dr. Jace squashed me like a bug again or not. Um, Godspeed, everyone. You've been listening to the Strangers and Aliens podcast, hosted by Ben Avery, Steve MacDonald, and Dr. Jace O'Neill. Our music was composed and mixed by Tim Leffel. Please join in the conversation by visiting our website, strangersandaliens.com, where you will find show notes, articles, reviews, and more. You can also email us directly at podcast at strangersandaliens.com, or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash strangers. Or you can leave us a voicemail on the Strangers and Aliens hotline. Just call 1-804-37-ALIEN and leave your message. And once again, thanks for listening.